Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to live your very best life, one step at a time. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 15 of the Joe Ciccarelli Show, how to change your life using mental fitness. Want to uh, roll the sleeves up today and get right into this? I'm really excited to talk about this. This mental fitness concept is something that I've uh, worked a lot with with the last probably three to four months, uh, and I've um, joined an organization. I'm going to talk about with a second that's helped me kind of bring this this concept to to you folks and to others on a very individualized basis using different different uh, applications and um, ways that kind of help resonate what I'm going to help help implement the things I'm going to talk about today for you. So the first, I want to give you a general overview. There's going to be a lot more to come here. I'm going to do some videos on this uh, because I think it helps kind of understand it. And uh, what, what's, well, you know, let me step back and kind of give you some background here before I kind of go into uh, what exactly mental fitness is. And so as you guys know, I'm a life coach. Uh, recently certified life coach, actually. I finally got my cert- uh, finally got my certification. It was a two year journey, well worth it. Learned a lot. Met with met with, helped, and um, coached a lot of really great people. But uh, I'm here today, and I got into coaching, and I'm loving it. I'm really helping people. But one of the things that started to come up for me was I go into a coaching session, and you've seen this uh, maybe uh, in some of the stuff that you've that you've. Um, listen to in some of the actual like live coaching that I've released or recorded coaching that I released, I can get people really excited. I'm a good coach. Like I can get, I can get you excited. I can get you thinking the right way. I can get you focused on the right things. I can get to, you kind of open up areas of your life that you didn't otherwise realize existed. But, um, oftentimes what I would find is I'd have this great session, go, someone would go away that have accountability. They go away for two weeks and, they come back and they'd accomplish some of it, but they kind of like almost lose the mojo a little bit. So then we'd kind of, you know, pump the engine, get the mojo back up. Okay, here we go. Go again. And look, if you want to do that for your whole life and you want to have a coach every other week for your whole life, um, I think that's incredible. And some people love having a coach all the time. Some people hire a coach to help with a specific area of their life. And once they've kind of feel like they've gotten what they need, they want to move on, which is how it should work. And my concern was that oftentimes there'd be so much insight in these coaching and even through the whole coaching relationship, there'd be a lot of insight and a lot of learning. And then six months later, you'd find the person in many ways had gone back and kind of forgot what they've learned. We're all guilty of that even outside coaching. We read a book, right? And the book's so, uh, it changes us. And there's some things that do stick with us from books. But by and large, you read this book, you have all this insight, you're ready to go. And then somewhere it's like we go back to like our delta, right? And if our delta is X, we might have gained like one or two small points from reading this book, but really not much. And you scroll through Instagram or Facebook and you find a quote and you're like, wow, that really hits me. That really resonates with me. Like I'm going to get up and do something different. And then you don't. Uh, and that's human nature. And there's a scientific reason for that. And that's why I want to, I'm not going to talk too much about the science today because it, it can be kind of deep and kind of confusing, but um, I, I'm going to do some videos on it because I think it's really important to know to just um, understand a little bit about how your brain works. I've, I've, I've talked about that before. Like when it comes to reading, if you're not reading about how your body works, how you get sick, how you can um, eat healthy, uh, Right now, I'm into the brain. Then, then, then like, how, do the, how does the brain work? The next thing I, I, 
personally want to learn more about is uh, sleeping. So like, how does you hear a lot about this circadian rhythm, whatever the hell it is. I don't know a damn thing about it, but I want to learn. So anyway, I have a strong interest, and I think we all should. We read self-development on how to run a better business, but how do you run a better version of yourself? And so I'm going to give you some of those tools in some of these videos about just some basics on how the brain works. But anyway, um, uh, I saw that this was happening in my coaching and then out of the clear blue, we we all know how things happen, right? We want to come up with a solution and we think positive thoughts and things just develop in front of us. And I got invited to join this program, this, this, uh, six week mental fitness program. And it was for coaches and the guy that ran it, this guy, Shazar Shamin, and, uh, he ran this, this mental fitness program. And, um, he was a, is, is a coach, but was a former CEO of the coaching school that I went to. And if any of you guys have taken the saboteur assessment on my, uh, there's a link on my Instagram page and I can put a link in this. He's the one that developed that as well as developed this general mental fitness program. So I took the six weeks and talked a lot about like, um, insight versus lasting change and how this mental fitness program helps maintain lasting change, which is really what we all want, right? We want to be able to, to take on new habits, take on new ways of thinking, develop uh, positive things in our relationships and in our lives, and then keep them and stick with them and not just develop them for a week or for a month or for a couple weeks. We want lasting change. And this, this, this program, I mean, fucking rock my socks off. Absolutely rock my socks off. I went through it, learned all about it. And so now what I'm doing is I'm actually, uh, I've joined this, this organization and I've signed up and now I have the ability to, to bring other people through this program and add on my coaching services and kind of this program becomes a, a small part of a broader coaching program that I offer. And I get to take what he's done and, um, shape it in a way that makes sense for me. And it makes sense for the folks that listen to my content and are interested in my coaching. So uh, I reached out. I wanted five people to kind of run through this six-week program to test out, and I actually ended up with eight because people were really excited about it. And so that starts this week. I talked a little bit about that in my Instagram story. That starts this week, uh, and I'm going to be running people through these six weeks. And then um, we're going to see how it goes, and I want to offer it to all of you, all of you listeners to go through and learn about and all that sort of stuff. And there'll be options to take that along with some of my coaching and what whatnot, but Anyway, um, I've talked a lot about the background of where we got this mental fitness. You're, now you're sitting here saying, okay, what is it? What is mental fitness? Why are you so excited? Why are you talking so fast? I talk so fast because I'm from Boston. And I grew up in a, um, the Northeast, If for those of you that aren't from America or aren't necessarily from the Northeast, we're very well known for being um, abrasive in many ways, but fast-paced, fast-talking. And I think uh, oftentimes I've, I've gotten a lot of self-development from this podcast by listening to myself. And it's good to slow down, but really, um, I don't want to slow down too much because that's not really who I am. So I'm working on the finding the perfect balance between becoming very articulate in what I say, but also speaking fast with a lot of energy because um, I move fast and I move with a lot of energy and that gets people excited. And uh, so here we go. Start from the top. I'm going to define, as you know, I'm going to get you prepped here, right? So I'm going to define mental fitness quickly, and then I'm going to go into the three main components of it. I'm going to talk about each of the main components, and then now we'll do a quick review of the general operating system, and that'll take us through the podcast today. So the definition of mental fitness is your, your, you as an individual, your capacity to respond to life's challenges with, with a positive rather than a negative mindset. And so shit goes wrong in our life. Things don't go the way we want it to go. That's just 
part of life. We all know that. We all know that there's no way you're going to avoid that. Hopefully, we don't try and, and a lot of us, myself included, have a sabot- have a controller saboteur. We try and control life. But at the, end, at the end of the day, we all know we, we, we have zero control over what happens. Things happen the way they do. What we do have control over is how we approach those things. And we also know that as well. I've talked about that. And the more you can build up your mind, these muscles, I'm going to talk more about this, but I'm going to talk about muscles in your brain that you can build and develop that allow you to respond to these negative challenges with a positive mindset, your life will change. And you have the ability to, to attain peak performance in a lot of different areas in your life. You can uh, much have much healthier relationships with those that you care and care about and love and work with and all that sort of stuff. And I think most importantly, you can really find peace. You can find peace of mind. You can find wellness internally and really just um, live life and go with the flow and know that things are, whether they, whatever happens is going to happen, but you're going you're gonna to have control over ma- turning that into a positive event. So that sounds really easy, right? Um, I just probably done, done whatever, what every self-development book in the world has done, painted a great picture for you. But the fact of the matter is, it's just not that easy. It's not. And that's why I created this podcast to try and dissect the difference between what I just told you and where you're at today, or certainly where I'm at on certain days. And, um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit about how, how that can happen. And most importantly, I'm going to give you specific action today, the ways you can start, things you can start doing that are going to help you start, um, trending more towards the positive, um, when perceived negative events, when I say perceived, I want to highlight and underscore that perceived negative events occur in your life or when you just don't feel right, you feel down. So the three main components of this mental fitness are, uh, the first one is your saboteur interceptor. So we should all know what a saboteur is by now, right? And that's any negative emotion, any negative voice in our head, which we all have is caused by a saboteur. So the first component of this mental fitness is being able to intercept that saboteur before it just beats the hell out of us. The second one is to uh, move over to a better mindset, a more positive mindset. And uh, Shazard, and for the, for the purposes of right now, I'm going to call this mindset the sage. So you have your saboteur mindset, which is when you're in negative, and you have your sage mindset, which is when you're in positive. When you're in sage, life is great. You're just loving every moment, and we've all been in sage. We can all th- close our eyes or not close our eyes and just think back to like just being genuinely happy, being relaxed, going with the flow, knowing things were happening for a reason. We've all had that flow state in our life, and that's when you're in sage. Same thing when you play sports, and you just kind of just go, and you play, and um, you don't think through everything, th- things just develop for you and things happen and that's that's when you're in sage. So you have your saboteur intercept, uh, interceptor, you have your sage mindset and the last one is self-command. So self-command is how you get from a saboteur mindset into a sage mindset. And I'll talk more about self-command, but that's the muscle inside your brain. That is the ability to be aware of what you're doing right now, bring yourself to the present moment, and then choose a better mindset, which would be a sage mindset. So those are the three main components, saboteur, interceptor, sage, and self-command. If you can build up those three components, if you can um, strengthen your interceptor, strengthen your positive mindset, and most importantly, what I'm going to talk about today, which is what the action you can take, is really strengthen this self-command muscle, taking control of where you're at and saying, cut the shit. Enough's enough. Enough just sitting here playing the victim, feeling sorry for myself, right? I'm going to choose a better mindset now. And then in a minute, when you just your mind takes you right back to the, to the saboteur, you self-command, take control, and go back to that sage again. That's, that, that's how this starts. So what, I, what I'm going to teach you today is an, operation, is an operating system to do this. What I can't teach you and what I can never teach you is the ability to want to change. 
and the ability to want to do some work to change. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to make this as black and white as I can, but you got to want to do it. That's what it comes down to. You got to want to make the change. And so let's start, let's peel each part, let's peel all three of these apart. Let's start with the saboteur. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into that because if you've been following me for any period of time, you should know all about saboteurs by now. If this is your first podcast that you've listened to and you want to learn more about saboteurs, go on to the show notes or go on to my uh, Instagram, give me a follow, and you can click on the link there and it'll give you the option to take a saboteur assessment. You can take this assessment, you can identify which one of your saboteurs are the highest, and then you can also learn about them and read about them. I will guarantee you without fail every single person that takes that test that doesn't know much about it reaches out to me and says holy shit I can't believe how true this is it's crazy Uh, and that's initially why I told you I had five people slated for this program and I was talking to a couple friends about it and one of my friends had his wife take it and the second she took it she goes I want to do this and um, another one same thing as soon as they took the assessment uh, this is too real these saboteurs are too like nailed down to a queue how do I how do I intercept them get them out of my life and so um, you can do your own research on the saboteur, but the general understanding is for this is that, uh, saboteurs can motivate us, right? Like a controller mindset, a hyperachiever mindset, a judge mindset, all these things that are negative can still, we can still, when we're constantly judging and critiquing others, they might do a better job. If we're a hyperachiever and we're constantly just trying to do more, trying to do more, we're going to get results. The problem is that we're going to get those through negative emotions. And that's not something that we like. So I, I think oftentimes I'll hear like, well, is a saboteur always a bad thing? Because it's kind of helped me in certain areas. If anything, if you're using negative self-talk to help yourself or negative talk to help others, then yeah, there's a better way of doing something. There's, there's, there's a much better way of accomplishing those same things and being a lot prouder of how you accomplished them and enjoying them much more, knowing how you accomplished them. The other piece about sab- saboteurs that's important to understand is they can be useful for one second. When you, uh, I've, I've always talked about the, um, the, uh, me- the metaphor about putting your hand on a hot stove. You want to feel pain because if you don't feel pain, you're going to burn your entire hand off. You want to feel pain, but you take your hand off the stove right away. It's the same thing with saboteurs. Sometimes the judge is good, right? If you're acting like a real asshole, you kind of want your judge to stick up and say, like, whoa, 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 why are you acting like this right now? But you don't need to beat yourself up for three months or three years because you acted that way. And that's too often what we do is we just beat the shit out of ourselves for an extended period of time uh, for acting a certain way. Uh, We worry too much about the future or the past, whatever it might be. So we don't need to do that. So although a saboteur can be useful as a one-second indicator, it's never should be a long-term thing that we have in our mind. So I think these are some of the common things that I see come up in the in the saboteur. So um, the goal of this mental fitness is to one, realize the things I just told you and understand your saboteurs in a more deeper fashion. And then as soon as they come up, call them out. And so for any of you guys that have kind of followed me through this um, podcast and some of the stuff that I've been working on, I've been talking about this for a while. The idea of just bringing saboteurs to awareness because that in itself is 50, 50% of the battle. Just realizing that a sab- we, we, so many of us don't know. Right? I mean, I coach people. If you look at my third episode, I think, Meet Mr. Jones, I literally coach a client through a saboteur. And he literally, it was like life changing for him because he just didn't realize that he, we don't realize the shit that we say to ourselves. So the ability to intercept that saboteur is key. And that just becomes, um, the, becomes more, the more, the more we're aware of what type of saboteurs we have, that saboteurs exist. And the more we build an awareness muscle, be able to step back and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, this doesn't feel right. 
this saboteur interceptor becomes easier. And the way to start for any of you guys, if you feel negative at any moment, if you're feeling down, you're in saboteur mode. So that's a, it's a pretty easy way to kind of distinguish. If you're feeling like shit, if something bad happens to you or you're just genuinely, genuinely not feeling good, um, there's a saboteur voice in your head somewhere. There's some story you're telling yourself about why you can't feel good right now. And so you need to try and bring that to the front and center. So that's the saboteur piece. The next one is the sage. And so all the positive emotions that we have are all associated with the sage. And I talked about that. I've also talked a lot about perspective with you guys. This is, um, this sage is just a perspective. So I've talked about like all the different, you know, we can all create our own perspectives. We can have a, a love perspective or a, um, or, you know, a, a meta view, a big picture perspective, but any, any of these positive perspectives can, can, can be said to fall under, um, the sage. So a sage is a perspective or a way you look at life and it's a place where you can take action from. So when you're in this positive perspective, you have the, you have the capability to take action from this positive perspective and move towards, um, more positive things in your life. And the general premise for sage, the general description, the perspective that you're in, um, when you're in a sage place is every outcome or circumstance can be turned into a gift and an opportunity and an opportunity. So if you gen- think about that, if you genuinely believe that any, circum- any outcome or circumstance can be turned into a gift and opportunity, then that right there is enough for, um, for you to be happy right now, right? Because you know whatever happens in the future, uh, you can handle it because you could turn it into a gift or an opportunity. Uh, the, the, the premise that you need to get behind on this is that things in life aren't inherently good or bad, right? Everything in life is how you look at it, the perspective you take on it. I've talked about that time and time again, but that's it. That's life. And the reason why that's life is if you listen to my last episode, couple episodes ago, I talked about reality transurfing. I did an interview on reality transurfing. If any of you guys have looked into like the secret or the law of attraction, all that is just basically, um, it's perspective. So if you feel good about something, good things happen to you. And that's true. And so what Sage does, and there's a lot more detail on how it does it, there's different ways you can look at Sage, right? So one one perspective in Sage is empathy. If you're feeling down and you're really beat and you know, you might probably have a judge that's beating the shit out of yourself. What's wrong with you? Why are you at where you're at in your life? Well, the Sage just allows you to be. And it says, No matter what, I love you. The sage has a curiosity perspective within it, right? So um, maybe if something happened to me and I did really bad on this project or I, or I really can't work out, I'm really struggling to get up early and work out, become really curious. Why? Maybe getting up in the morning and working out isn't for you. Maybe it is. Uh, sage also has a perspective of taking clear-headed action. So I've talked about that, right? Once you identify what the gift, um, and, more, and in some cases more importantly, what the, what's the opportunity here? This just happened to me. I just lost my job. So what's the opportunity that I can take from having just lost my job? And then think about that. Be curious about that. Look at different ways about that. And then say, okay, here are three things I can do. And then you're going to pick one and you're going to take clear, clear-headed action. I get caught up oftentimes in a procrastination saboteur. I have work to do. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's like, no, 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 no. I need to get from this saboteur perspective to a sage perspective and become really clear on what is it that I need to focus on today, right now to move me forward. And you take action. So I, I'm, I've unpacked this sage thing a little bit, but uh, not as much as it probably needs to be. I've talked so much about saboteurs and not a much, not a ton about sage. But I think uh, hopefully that just gives you a general consensus of all right. Um, there is a any situation in what would be worth probably doing an episode on. Now that I'm thinking through it, and I absolutely will, is a bigger discussion on sage because you hear, well, what if someone dies? How can that ever be turned into a gift or an opportunity? Um, 
And the short answer to that is I don't have the answers for every single situation, right? And sometimes it takes many years for people to find the gift or an opportunity. I can tell, my, I can tell you myself, I've had some bad things happen to me in my 20s, became aware of an addiction that I had that I never knew I had. Um, I became aware that I was put in a much a pretty shitty financial situation that I didn't know that I had. Those two things were horrible when I first kind of came to terms with, oh my God, this is what I'm dealing with. And now I look back at it at 32 and I'm like, those are some of the greatest things that ever happened to me. But at the time, of course, I couldn't see that those, um, that those could be a gift or an opportunity, but they absolutely have. And I'm sure we can all look in our life and say, wow, there's so many things that th- this seemingly bad thing happened to me and it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And so if you really start to take that approach and really live in that perspective, you can really um, significantly cut down the time from when bad things happen to uh, when you can look back and be like, wow, this is a great opportunity. This is a gift. And again, once you start thinking that, life works for you that way. And I mean, whether you liked reality transurfing or law of attraction or the secret or not, it's true. So look into quantum physics, get used to it, because that is how life works. Um, Everything in life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. There's no if, ands, or buts about that. If you want to look at a situation from the positive side, it's going to be a positive situation. And so the sage perspective is just the ability to do that. So we've talked about saboteur. We've talked about sage. The last one I want to talk about is this self-command thing. And so where this comes in is, again... I'm flying in the sky right now, right? It's like, okay, you're having a real shitty morning. You're having a really shitty day. One th- it's one thing piles up on top of another thing. There is no fucking way in hell that you're going to all of a sudden go from there and be like, you know what? This is fantastic. <laughs> this is a gift. I'm loving life right now, right? I mean, it's just, it's not feasible. And I completely understand that. But the, what really caught me on this program is the, um, the ability to build a self-command muscle, muscle, which is the in-between. So the ability to go from completely negative to completely positive probably um, can be very difficult to do. But what isn't as difficult is to go from a negative mindset to the present moment. And then when you're in the present moment and really dug into the present moment to then take a step in a positive direction. What I mean by present moment is the building your self-command muscle is... Um, what Shazard discusses is done through um, a process called PQ reps. And don't get caught up on the name PQ reps, but effectively what it is, it's like one rep, one weight, you know, when you lift weights, each each time you do a bicep curl, that's one rep. Each time you do a squat, it's one rep. So we have these mental reps that we do that help build the right muscles in our body that allow us to um, become more aware of where we are, so become more aware when saboteurs show up and become more aware that when, when saboteurs show up, we are living in a, in a different world, different from the world, different than the actual moment. And the more we can tie ourselves to the actual moment, the more we can forget about all these negative emotions we have. And once we can let those subside and forget about them and really focus on just being present right now, it then becomes easier for us to take a step towards uh, the sage or the positive. And so what does that mean? Like to become present in the moment, um, to be at choice, right? So the PQ reps are, you do one PQ rep is 10 seconds, 10 seconds of focused, um, focused attention on a physical sense. So the first thing that probably pops into mind for many of you might be like meditation. And meditation is a great example of a PQ rep, but it's not the only example of a PQ rep. And that's another thing I love so much about this program is in the middle of the day, I don't have time to sit there and, cl- and close my legs and put my hands in the air and do meditation. I need something that's effective that I can actually do when I'm struggling through a meeting at work or when I get in an argument with Nat, whatever it might be. I need something that I can kind of lean on right then and there. 
So these PQ reps are only asking you for what, for one rep, you need 10 seconds. And they say, when you start out, you want to shoot for about a hundred reps a day. So, um, hundred times 10, that's a thousand seconds a day of focused, um, focused attention on a physical sense. So what else is a physical sense besides, uh, when we meditate oftentimes, and there's a lot of ways to meditate. So I'm not going to say always, but when we, most people start to meditate when I did the, I always thought, all right, you need to focus on your breath. And that's 100% true. So focusing on your breath going up and down, you're present. Think about that. So take a moment and think about that. When you're focused on your breath and the only thing you're thinking about is your breath, you can't be worried about the past. You can't be stuck in a saboteur mode. It's not physically, your brain can't do two things at once. And this is where some of the brain science comes into it. But that's what I'm saying is um, this isn't just a pie in the sky bullshit. Like, no, like if you can get into a physical sense, you can't be stuck in a saboteur mode. And the longer you can stay in that physical sense, the more that saboteur goes away. And then when you step back, you can actually choose a positive thing. Hopefully that makes sense. Other things you can do, right? Uh, what are other physical senses? Touch. You can rub two fingers together and really focus on the intricacies of where those fingers are touching. Try and feel the scales on each finger, right? Uh, sight is another sense. So focus on one thing. Don't judge it. What I mean by judge it is don't try and be like, oh, well, that's a picture of so-and-so or that's this. Just focus on the colors. Focus on the shades and just focus for 10 seconds. Only think about that one thing you're focused on. You can go for a walk and you can feel your feet touch the ground and as your feet, uh, whether you're in your sneakers or your sandals or on your bare feet, feel each part of your foot touch the ground and kind of feel the way your legs move. Really just um, a big part of meditation as well as even when you're sitting, getting into your body. So feel like right now you're sitting or standing listening to this. Feel the weight of your body where you are. Take a second and just feel the weight of your body on your seat right now. And immediately you should feel your mind shift right? I've, I've really, this has been described to me and it's been really effective way of describing it in a book I'm reading right now. Uh, and it talks about how if you look at like a bicycle, right? The, uh, the, the inside of a bicycle, the main area where the spokes shoot out from, consider that to be uh, your brain, right? And that's where your focus is. So, uh, or the main part of your brain's right there. And that's where the saboteurs live. That's where the sage live. That's where everything lives. And I'm really dumbing this down here, but that's your brain. All the spokes that run out of that. That's your attention, right? And so you can choose, and then those uh, uh, those spokes attach to a wheel. And so on that wheel is anything. It's infinite. Anything in the whole world that you can pay attention to is on that wheel. Physical senses, saboteurs, sage, a fight with your significant other, anything is on that wheel. You're at choice on which spoke um, you focus on that goes to the wheel. So hopefully that kind of makes sense. So you can choose which spoke that you want to focus on. So whether you want to focus on a physical sense, you can focus on that spoke, or you can focus on um, on the way your feet hit the ground. You can focus on uh, a sound around you. So for so for example, focus. Take ten seconds right now. I'm actually going to give you ten seconds right now, and I want you to f- focus on um, listening to your breath come in and out. So that's about 10 seconds right there. And you should just feel the calming sensation the second you focus on, for those 10 seconds that you focus on your breath. And so hopefully, uh, so let's just revisit the operating system here, right? So we, we have, um, we have a saboteur comes up. We're feeling like shit. We identify it. Boom. 
We've identified that we're not feeling right. We go right into doing these PQ reps. So I, I said 10 second intervals, right? But oftentimes you do them. I do them every morning when I wake up. I just did a five minute one before this podcast. Do them for two minutes. Do them for five minutes. Um, you can set a little timer on your app. You can do meditation too. Meditation is a great way of doing it. It's just some of the things I've described here today are more are more applicable in like everyday life. I mean, you could do... Uh, you can be sitting in a meeting, rubbing your fingers together, focused on that and building your focus on the present moment. So you've identified the negative emotion. You've done these PQ reps and all of a sudden you're just feeling that sense of peace. Like, okay, okay, I can kind of see what's going on here. And then you can say, okay, I'm acting fucking crazy. I'm going to focus on um, whatever the situation is. There's a gift or an opportunity here. What is it? What's my perspective I can take? What's a positive perspective I can take on this, on this existing thing? Even if it's, hey, I just woke up and it's a Monday and, and I'm not feeling good. Well, um, it's a Monday morning, you know, why, why the hell, what's wrong with me? Why do I have such a shitty job? I don't like my job. This sucks. Um, well then maybe your saboteur judge comes up, you do some PQ reps and the opportunity here is for you to just be empathetic to yourself and just say, you're doing the best you can. And I'm just going to love myself today. And I'm just going to be okay with being where I'm at and not be pushing myself. That's a big one for me and can be really helpful. Um, so then, yeah, you're in this sage mindset and then guess what'll happen? Maybe a minute later, maybe 30 seconds later, you're going to be right back in the saboteur. So th this is an ongoing, and that's why I said earlier, I can't want for you. If you want to do this, you have to put the work in. And uh, I'm going to be providing more information. There's a six-week course that I can certainly run you through, but you don't need this six-week course in order to do this. You can just start doing these PQ reps, uh, and you can reach out to me, and I can give you more information on it. Um, and over time, muscles build. So I will 100% say that when I started doing this, I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm actually pretty excited about this. And now here I am a couple months later and I'm like, holy shit, I literally like, I don't, I still react at times, but when I react, I know that I'm coming from a saboteur place. I don't lose control in a sense that it's like, oh my, like I know where I'm coming from. Do I still have bad days? Absolutely. But when I have a bad day, I'm at a point now where I am always aware that I'm dealing, that I'm letting a saboteur control me. That doesn't mean that I'm always throwing it out, but I always know that a saboteur controls me and I know what I can do. I know I can do PQ reps and I can know I can focus, focus on the positive. So would I say my life has increased and got a million times better since this? Absolutely. Because this is it. Once you can master these, these, these negative emotions, life is great. It's easy. And it can be that way for all of us. So um, this was a, a quick 30-minute intro to mental fitness. Like I said, I'll be posting some videos on this, and I'll keep you guys posted um, as uh, we get through this first kind of cohort of people and see who's maybe interested in taking the second round. It's an awesome experience. It'll change your life. Uh, but in the meantime, you have some action from this, right? I mean, you can take these PQ reps and start doing them. So start thinking about way when you're feeling down identifying it and then immediately just trying to get yourself in the present moment right and i've given you some ideas go for a walk focus on your feet uh focus on your vision focus on your hair but at the end of the day the most important thing is just become present in the moment and when you're any physical sense brings you present right if i'm flicking you right now in your arm and you're focused on that you're not thinking about what happened last week uh okay that's all I got today. Hopefully this was helpful. I think it was. I think it's a good, good intro into, uh, I think it was, so I don't give a shit what you think. Um, <laughs> I'm a pretty funny guy, to be honest. I really am. I'm a funny guy. Um, yeah, I'll be in touch with some other stuff. Let me know what you think about this, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Talk to you soon. Hey, guys. It's Joe. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a couple requests for you. Number one, subscribe to the podcast. If you liked it, subscribe, share it with some friends. 
Number two, go to my website, joechiccarelli.com, and subscribe to my blog. I send updates out when I drop new podcasts uh, once in a while with new blogs and some other stuff. So I'll keep you updated on what's going on. The last piece, if you or anyone you know has interest in joining the podcast as a potential client or even as someone um, to have a valuable discussion or you know someone that might be good for me to bring on here an interview and pick their brain about how they've, uh, how they've, how they've come to find success in their life, let me know. Uh, you can get my contact information on my website if you don't already have it. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. I hope you have a great day.